Hello everyone, welcome to um, the Journey Through the Generations podcast. Um, We appreciate you for um, listening. Um, One thing I want to do before we get started is update everyone on on ways you can uh, listen to the podcast. Um, One is through bumpers, Uh, that's B-U-M-P. E-R-S. Um, you can download the app and you can subscribe to this podcast um, and here in the near future um, we'll have a Facebook page to where we can post a link and um, you can just listen to it through the link and I was able to figure out how to Uh, upload to the Apple iTunes podcast. And so we are officially on iTunes as a podcast. Yay! And you can look for us there and subscribe, of course. And you'll be notified either through there or through Bumpers if you subscribe when we do a new podcast. So so that's certainly good news, and we're excited about that. So... Um, so the thing that we're going to talk about today is a trip that we did back in 2014. Seems like so long ago. Yeah. Um, to Chicago. And I guess I'll let Trisha tell what the trip was for. And then we can just talk about what we did. Well, um, originally we went because one of my college friends was getting married. And of course, anytime we plan a trip anywhere, I always think, what can I do in that city to advance my research? And I decided that my great-grandfather um, lived the later years of his life in Chicago, and that's where he passed away, and that's where he was buried. So I thought it would be a good time to get his death certificate and find out where he was buried and visit the cemetery to take pictures of his headstone. So, we went to Chicago, uh, which was a great trip. We had a really good time. Um, Trisha was able to go to her friend's wedding. Hey, Mo. Um, and I I call her stinking. She stank. No, stop. No, stop. She, <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> That's my friend. I've been we knowing her a long time. Stop that. Um, but we went to Chicago, and... The first thing we did was we went to the uh, Cook County Vital Records. Records. Now, going to this place was, number one, it was kind of hard to find. um, Because it was in this huge building and we had to park and and, um, find out where to go. And then they had security you had to go through. And... The office was, I think, right down the hall from a uh, a court. Yeah, uh, it was in a government building. Yeah, and so there were some people that was, you know, a little, little sketchy looking. But and just a little background information. This was my first trip doing research out of Arkansas. Was in Chicago. Yeah, so it it was it was kind of difficult, but once we found it, and I I can follow signs and directions pretty good trisha not so much but no (laughs) but i mean we found it and we got in there and she did her thing and got the information 
that we need it. Yes, I requested a death certificate for my great grandfather, and it only took like 15 minutes for me getting to the desk. I, of course, had to stand in line, but once I got up to the desk and talked to the lady and gave her the information that I had already filled out the form and I had my money ready. Um, so it only took 15 minutes from her to put it in the name and everything for us to actually get the death certificate. But didn't, if I remember right, didn't she have to go to like a, a different, like, book or it she, wasn't, wasn't electronic the, yeah it wasn't on the computer she looked up in the computer and it wasn't so she had to go back in the back um and look for it um because he died in 59 yeah and those records hadn't been i guess entered in the computer yet so that's why it actually took longer than she said it probably would have if somebody had died in the 90s yeah so if you have to do it it's really easy to do um and I was kind of nervous being in a big city like Chicago. I thought it was going to take forever. But I think it took us more time to park and walk and, yeah, get through security than it was to get it. So, um, so anyway, it was good. And it had the information on the death certificate about where he was buried. Correct. Because we didn't know that beforehand and realized that it was really close to Chicago. Um, in a town called Alsip. Yes. I, I think it's pronounced mm-hmm. Alsip. Yes. Uh, A-L-S-I-P, mm-hmm. I think it is. And we had to drive out there. And I think we drove out that day. We did. And it was closed. It was. And it had closed like 45 minutes before we got there. Yeah. So luckily we did that on our very first day. Yes. Our very first full day there. Um, and so we were able to go back the next morning mm-hmm. when they opened yeah. to actually go find the headstone. Mm-hmm. So the here's the part that I was worried about. And I'll just tell you from my point of view. Um, I don't mind going to cemeteries. I do. Um, but what I do mind... Mm-hmm. Is going to cemeteries that I'm not familiar with and that are out in the deep country, back up in the woods, like black folks tended to be buried back in the day. Like where my grandparents are buried. Yeah. In Newport. Correct. Right. So, or right outside Newport. But anyway, um, I just, I don't like that. In a, especially in a place where I'm not familiar with. I don't know who lived back there, who going to come out with guns a-blazing. And you know certain folks don't like people who look like us. So, you know, that that kind of thing worries me, especially, you know, down in the South and stuff. I know we weren't in the South, but I'm just saying that so going to cemeteries, I just didn't know what to expect. Right. And he did die in 1959. And, of course, that was still segregated back then. So, we knew this was going to probably more than likely be a black cemetery, which usually is not in the best area. Um, Usually rural, um, backwoods, dirt roads. That's what I was anticipating. Yeah. And so, I was pleasantly surprised to see that it was right on the edge of a neighborhood. Um... It was fenced. Mm-hmm. It 
it had a gate and everything, so it was protected. Yeah. It was well kept, it had an and office. it had an office, and that's what I was. With people in it. Yes, that's what I was really happy about because I thought we were gonna have to go, you know, tramping through <laughs> this whole cemetery trying to find a handful of people in a cemetery that has thousands was, of people in it. And it was huge. And, it was a big cemetery. Yeah, and so. I was so glad to see that it was open and the people and there were people in there working with computers that was able to look up online where he was buried mm-hmm. and the other people in your family as well were buried and they were able to write down on a card and show us on a map where those people mm-hmm. were buried. So we were able to drive up to that section of the cemetery. I think it was like H or something like that. And yeah. then we went to Section H and basically walked around and looked for it. And that was a lot better than having to go from A to Z yeah. or A to whatever the last letter of the cemetery is. So up to this point, everything was going going great. Yes. I, I was pleasantly surprised with everything. We didn't have any issues other than it was closed when we got there the day before. But that's no big deal. Yeah. We just went the next morning. Mm-hmm. So, pleasantly surprised with everything. Then we get to the section, and we couldn't find the headstones. Now, the headstones were the the ones that are flat right. on the ground. Mm-hmm. The small rectangle ones. Not the ones that sit on top of right. the ground. and Vertical. Yeah, and they stand up. Mm-hmm. So... It wasn't those, so it was the ones in the ground. Right. And the problem was that the marker that the cemetery had in that part of the cemetery was older. And you can kind of tell it was the oldest part of the cemetery. And so the marker was like under the ground, like under the grass. And so it was hard to see. But after looking, I don't know what. Maybe, Maybe 30 minutes. 20, 30 minutes. We walked around looking and we kept like, it has to be here. This is the section. Yep. Um, and we were like, but it has to be here. But we, I said, we must be walking on it. And that's when you were like, well, maybe um, it has dirt or something over it. Right. So I finally found one of them. No, two of them because the two are buried mm-hmm. buried right next to each other. Mm-hmm. I think they my great grandfather's sisters, Angela and baby. Right, um, and so I found one and knew that the other one was right next to it because you said it, they were buried right next, next to each, each other. other. Mm-hmm. So I knew that, and the problem with that was that the cemetery it was nice and they kept everything up. Whoever mowed their yard, the the grass. Mm-hmm. They did horrible job around the headstones. Right. They let grass. They get grass grow over the headstones, mm-hmm. and it was hard to see. And so, um, we had to clean off the headstones. Now, he, this was the other <laughs> bad part. When we say clean, we mean clean. Yeah, like, with grass and mud and dirt. Yeah, it was muddy. You could we could see part of Aunt Leela's, and that's how we knew that was hers. And we literally had to get, like, I think we used a magazine mm-hmm. from 
the car and we scraped some of the yeah, money and stuff off. So we didn't we had a rental car, so yeah. we didn't have anything in the rental car. I think we had one bottle of water. That was halfway through. Yeah. Room. And I think we found some paper or something. Something from from the, the rental car um, place or something. It was from somewhere we had been like the yeah. or something. I got a pamphlet or something. And we used that to clean it off as much as we could yes i was totally unprepared for this i now have a cemetery checklist to take with me um but this visit i did not have that yes i just thought it was odd that they didn't the people who took care of the landscaping didn't do a better job at making sure that the headstones that are flat on the ground were that they were weeded or something around it to make them and so I don't know if that's a cemetery uh, responsibility or if it's the family's responsibility. I have no idea. But I know all I know is I told Trisha I was like, "This is crappy, and you need to tell your mama and her family that they need to come out here and make sure that either the cemetery is doing a better job or that they do it. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to do yes. it." And, and some, I did. And some of her family lives close, so they could easily yes. just drive over there and do it. So anyway, I I was just I just didn't know. I I just thought it was odd that it was covered like that, especially with a cemetery that was so w- yeah. kind of well kept. And, and yeah, so, if you looked around overall, the, yeah, the other sections. I don't know if that one was maybe lower and maybe rain and stuff mm-hmm. went down to that section and maybe that's why it was a lot of mud and stuff down there but there were other sections that had the flat headstones that you could see in that I mean in that section too so I don't know if that was just a bad area or or what but it was mm-hmm. it was an adventure yeah I will say that yeah so you know so I mean it worked out. I mean, we luckily we had that bottle of water mm-hmm. in the car, so we didn't have to go anywhere and get any cleaning supplies right. or and go back in anything like that. And um, I guess I could have maybe gone to the office later and and asked the people in in there about it being dirty. But by that time we had cleaned it off. I was excited about actually finding it and taking the pictures that I needed. Um, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a I had a pretty nice camera um and we took pictures so uh, trisha could have those for her um scrapbook um to have um and wesley waited in the car the whole time and yes. because it was hot that day and yeah. this was this was this, this time was last june year. and yeah. um i mean this time in 2014 yeah was in june. and um it was hot i mean it was hot that day and, and i'm walking around in a cemetery in my nice casual shoes right sweating and trying to figure out what am i doing in the cemetery in my good clothes you know uh yes and i was no help because i hate cemeteries so i feel like i'm walking on people and it just creeps me out so i really was not that much help for philip um but we got through it and we found them and cleaned them off and took some really good pictures Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. The yeah. takeaway, I feel, is if you have information, even if it's in an area that you're not familiar with, take someone with you. Don't go alone. 
um, and look really hard. Yeah, I would say be prepared for anything. Be prepared for um, having to clean or, you know, take yeah. some, um, take some, the garden shears or mm-hmm. something, some small, uh, some small cutting shears or something just to prune the area. Um, I mean, I wouldn't suggest taking a weed eater out there, no. but, no. you know, just but take something, something out there to help just make it look better yeah. if just in case um i take some cleaning supplies just like a a brush or Toothbrush some kind of or um something like that scrub yeah brush. kind of scrub brush and water or something just to just to clean you just never know if yeah. it's dirty and i mean this is your family you want to this is it's their rest mm-hmm. re- their resting place and you want it to look good and yeah. you know take some flowers and that's what we should have done i didn't think about that i just thought about that we're taking some flowers or something but you know if you do that you of course you won't want your flowers to be in a nice place you know just be prepared Mm -hmm. for that and don't wear your good casual clothes yeah don't wear your (laughs) shoes (laughs) especially if you out in the the (laughs) country and you don't know where you're going what you're gonna be up against but um but it you know it worked out and we got Trisha the information she needed and the pictures that she wanted um and we left and continued our vacation you know vacation and it was a it was a really good trip it was a pretty good trip yeah I enjoyed it a lot yeah so um and so you know we mentioned that Trisha um went to her friend uh, our friend uh, Monique's uh wedding and so I'll just say happy anniversary happy anniversary um to Monique and Drennan mm-hmm. um, I think so it's tomorrow actually is it is it the 21st no, or 22nd I don't remember the exact date we got yeah. there on the 19th that's alright it's still all love we don't yeah. <laughs> we don't get the date exactly right um so anyway uh yeah so cemeteries can be good you know places for information if you aren't you know, comfortable with cemeteries, you know, take somebody with you who um, can either get over their fear or doesn't care and can yeah. go and to help you, you know, navigate and find, you know, what you need to do. And then it also, um, you know, um, inspired me because then next time we went to Little Rock, I went to where my grandparents uh, are buried and um, went into the pictures um, for us too and for where they're buried and I know where they're buried and so it was real easy we walked right up to <clears> it we went right to it um, and it's in Little Rock and it's in a fenced in yeah, nice a nice area and they do a pretty good job And so anyway so I will good say there. this um, I read about this after we left Chicago but cemetery records are very valuable the records that are actually in the office if I had thought about it or had researched a little bit more I would have known to go in to look and ask for the insurance policy to see who um, filled out the paperwork and that could have maybe given me some more information um, and he they, the cemetery record probably 
has like the funeral home records and then I could have known where the funeral home was to go get some more information. Um, so you can get a lot of information from funeral homes and cemetery records since they had an office there with a computer and paperwork and stuff. I just assume that they have like additional records other than where they're buried. So if I had thought about that or knew more about cemetery records at the time, I may have been able to realize who else in my family was buried at that cemetery because he was buried there. My grandfather was buried there and two of his daughters. So I can only guess that additional family members are there, but I didn't think to go and ask um, if there were other members of the Hatchet family buried there. I guess I could still call them. I have the, the card. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was a, it was a good trip and, and we got everything we needed done out of it. And, and so I think we would just encourage you guys to, if you need to go <clears throat> to cemeteries to get information, you know, go do it and just be prepared for anything, especially if you're going to a place where, that you're not familiar with or you're in a city that you aren't familiar with. Or um, it was a death way long Long ago. time ago yeah so anyway um so yeah thanks for listening thank you we really appreciate it i know the last podcast we mentioned our son wesley and that we would introduce him um to everyone who might be listening so um <clears throat> we'll introduce him tonight before we leave our son wesley wesley say hey Hey. So, um, Wesley, how old are you? I am 14 years old. And what school do you go to? What grade are you in and what school are you going to? I am in, in I am in ninth grade in the fall and I'm going to Benville West High School. Cool. Um, so this podcast is about uh, mom's <clears throat> genealogy project and kind of the things that we've done over the years. Um, what you've been involved in a little bit of her projects. Yes, what, I have. What do you, what was like your most memorable thing that you've been involved with, um, with mom's genealogy project? Um, I don't know if this has to do with her genealogy, but last year, um, last time we had a family reunion, it was, um, what, what was it? The right, family the right family reunion, and I, I had, I had fun. I liked it. That was the one in Memphis. That was, that was in Memphis. Memphis. It was in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first time I presented anything <clears throat> about my family tree to our family in a setting like that, in a right. banquet setting. So that's good, right? Mm-hmm. And Wesley recorded me. Yeah. So. And there's an upcoming trip, uh, family reunion, right? Yes, the Hatchet family reunion, um, end of this month, the weekend before the 4th of July in Atlanta. And then next year, 2018, um, the next Wright family reunion is in um, Los Angeles, California. That is correct. Cool. So... So cool. So we'll have Wesley on the podcast from time to time, and I know he's chomping at the bit to get his own podcast, <laughs> right? Yes. So that'll be coming um, soon. 
Um, and we thank you guys for listening. Thank you. <clears throat> Remember you. to uh, subscribe on Bumpers um, and on and or on iTunes. You can um, subscribe there. You'll be automatically notified when we uh, publish a new uh, podcast. Um, and leave a comment and let us know what you think about our podcast, if you like it, uh, what you don't like, uh, if you have any questions about genealogy or anything like that, leave a comment and Trisha will get back to you. Yes, I will. <laughs> or if the podcast needs improvement. Or if, or if we need some improvement, you can just uh, hit us up in the comments. So thanks, y'all. Talk to y'all next time.